0: Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Happy new beginning. Thank you. (laughs) Amen. Happy new beginning. Um, So, we'd love to hear your question. Um, What what question do you have for us, sir? Yes, uh, there's a phrase I've been hearing repeatedly, and I just wanted to know more about it. You notice the prophet used the phrase when he was trying to answer your question. Uh, I think the second but last um, person who asked a question, Um, and also Prophet Tiberius has also used that uh, term uh, again and again. He says um, prayer is not saying words but praying prayer, and they always end the that that phrase by saying that when you say words, you hear yourself; people around you hear you, but God doesn't hear you. So I just wanted to um, understand more about about that term, that phrase. Thank you okay thank you so much thank you so much yes um when the prophet said that prayer is not saying words but the, the sentence fully said prayer is not saying words but praying the prayer it simply means that god does not need our words to move him into action god has His own way of implementing his will in our life and the circumstances of our lives right Very often, we pray because of circumstances around us. Somebody is sick, so naturally, he asks God for healing. Somebody having financial challenges, he asks God for blessings. And we realize that many of the time, our natural circumstances dictate the direction of our prayers. So now the question is, if a situation happens to your life, before I tell God the solution, what to do, because I'm pulling God to my mind, I'm telling God what I want him to do for me. And you first understand what is God's opinion in the matter. Mean, I submit myself to the will of God. First, if you pray, God, what is this? What is your opinion about it? You all know, in the book of John, chapter 11, uh, they send quickly a delegation to Jesus, say, ah, Jesus, the man whom you love, Lazarus, is sick at the point of death. Please come and come and rescue him, come and save him. That will happen. Jesus did not rush to go immediately there, never. Jesus took two days to make sure Lazarus died. Nothing strange. <laughs> and uh, he said to the disciples, oh, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. He said, oh, Lord, if Lazarus is sleeping, he will wake up naturally. Don't go there. You are threatened that the are is Jesus said, okay, Lazarus is dead. I'm happy that I was not there. Why did Jesus say that? with the compassion the Lord has, if Jesus were there and seeing Lazarus in such a desperate situation, definitely the Lord may heal him. Right, he never rejected anybody who come to him for healing, never. But Jesus came there because God wanted to, God has in every situation of life, God has something to say. And that's the key of his will. So, Jesus wanted to, God allowed that situation to happen to reveal his glory in the matter. The glory was to reveal Jesus through a new name. The resurrection and the life. That's what he said. I am the resurrection and the life. The will of God in the matter was not to heal Lazarus. The will of God was to raise Lazarus from the dead. For this, Lazarus has to die. For resurrection to come. So Jesus waited. Till Lazarus died. And when he came, they said, Ah oh Lord, as if it was too late. If you have been here, Lazarus would have died. Jesus said to her, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. And Listen, that's what we all do. We say, Look, "I know you are the Son of God, and I know my brother will rise from the last day." Can't you imagine? <laughs> she was talking about the last day, but Jesus was saying now. Means her belief was not re- correct. Jesus' will was to raise Lazarus from the dead now, not to wait for the resurrection of the dead. So that showed that she didn't never believe. She had a sense knowledge. She was just talking. So at the moment Jesus came, say, remove the stone. The person that seemed to have faced it, Lord, what are you doing? There's a stench, is four days he died. I mean, it's impossible, right? But Jesus knew that, <laughs> my God, Jesus said to the Father, I thank you for you, always listen to me. Jesus saw the resurrection before, because Jesus is Lord. He doesn't, Jesus is never rushed by the emergencies of others. The will of the Father. So, if you allow your natural circumstances to guide you, you can come to give utterances against the will of God, and there will be no answer. But you must first know what does God want in this matter. Then Jesus spoke the word of faith. us came back to life to reveal the glory of God. When Paul was sick with a thorn in his flesh, in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse seven to ten, Paul came to pray, God remove this thing, remove this thing, remove this thorn. It was painful. And he knew that it was from Satan. So when you pray, never receive an answer. You pray again, no answer. On the third time, God says, my grace is sufficient for you. God may allow natural circumstances to test our faith. How do you know you believe God? It's easy to say, I believe Jesus and everything is fine. But don't forget what Satan said to you. Hey, these people, these Christians, these people, they love you only, they believe in you only for selfish reasons because you bless them. They believe in you is based on blessing, not on you. Remove the blessing and you will see them will abandon you. That's what he said. But before you open utterances, it's important to come before God and ask His will. That's why prayer is not saying words, but praying the prayer. You need the Holy Spirit to come and tell you what is God's opinion in the matter. And then he will give you the right utterances of prayer before God. But if you are led by the circumstances, you're going to ask God, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. At first, that's what the prophet said. Prayer changes us, and faith causes things to happen. You remember what Tim Joseph said? Prayer changes me, faith causes things to happen. What does this mean? This means, before you enter the presence of God for prayer, you must enter the realm of prayer. You must first go to meditate. What is God's opinion? When you meditate on the situation, revelation will come to tell you that God may allow this for a purpose. Once the inner conviction comes to your heart, you will not be going to apprehend me. You begin to praise him, asking for different things. Amen. When you know God's opinion, then you can pray according to his will and that result will come. So your focus is important before you come to God because you don't pull God to your mind. You submit to his will. God's power cannot work Unless our will is submit to the will of God. So, praying the prayer means in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27, we don't know how to pray. We don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us, for the groans, His words a human cannot utter. That's spirit prayer. He will determine what to pray and what to pray for. He will tell you the reason why you should pray. Okay, when Jesus, when he gets the Jesus knew he has to go through the cross. And he prayed to the father, Father, this is it possible that this can pass by? But nevertheless, not my will. Let your will be done. God is only moved by his will. So the seed in your heart, the word of revelation should move your faith to ask according to his will. And when you do that, God will come to the scene. That's why we say meditation brings revelation. Revelation brings conviction of knowing the will of God. That's the root of belief. So when you act on it, God will meet you at the point of movement and the Spirit of God will come and the result will come. So in every circumstance of life, before you pray in the things of the Spirit, you must engage your heart, discipline your mind, and seek learning to hear what God says is far more important than what Because even when you pray, sit back inside and listen to what God has to say. That's why we say, Prayer is not saying word, but praying the prayer. Praying the prayer means, Holy Spirit will give you the revelation what you pray for. As you are sitting down, you have your loved one somewhere in a foreign country they'll have an issue. Something will tell you, pray for this person. If you are sensitive, you start praying. And just go, ah, that person was in trouble. So praying the prayer or dream dreams, that revelation from the Spirit of Father. Inspiration and expression power of the Holy Spirit. That's the meaning of it. So prayer, in summary, is not saying words, but praying the prayer. It is a reality. It is not talking to the air. Matthew 15 verse eight, we talking in the air, this will come to me, but the heart is far from me. So we need to engage our heart. What is the purpose of our heart? All prayers must be prayer of faith. And faith is of man heart, man spirit. Our heart is the landing point, contact point for the Holy Spirit, the conforter. In John chapter 4, verse 24, we are praying to God, and God is spirit. So in the book of John, he said, those who worship God, those who pray, must do so in spirit and in truth. I mean first you must enter the realm of prayer in the spirit to discern the voice of God, then you can pray in truth. So if you do not pray to God, who is spirit, in the spirit, you will be led by your emotions or intellect. And uh, when what you read, what you see will affect your prayer, and you begin to utter something different from the will of God. And an a prayer will stand because God only fulfilled his will. He does not answer our prayers to the letter, but according to his will. Thank you. I hope I've answered your question. It's true. You know, our words can entertain men, but they may not reach God. It's not about uh, those saying type of word or type of word, it's about the motivation of our heart. Because uh, thoughts and words to Jesus. That's true prayer. It's our heart which is the shortest route between us and God. That's the way we connect to God. It's our heart motivation. That's why we keep talking about heart, heart, heart.